Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and the topic for today is, are you bleeding before you're cut? Hey, everybody. How was your Thanksgiving last week? Was it small this year, or were you able to see some family? Last week on podcast 34, I talked about managing holiday stressors. I mentioned in that podcast that initially we had plans to spend Thanksgiving with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's family. But due to illness, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more on the podcast, we were not able to go. So it was just my husband, my 16-year-old son, and myself who were together for Thanksgiving. Let me tell you, it was a different kind of Thanksgiving, but so, so great. I decided beforehand that I would enjoy it, and I did. I decided I didn't want to cook, as I really don't love all the traditional Thanksgiving-type foods. I like them well enough, but it's more of the family time that I really love. My husband wasn't feeling well, so I knew he wouldn't necessarily want a big meal, and my 16-year-old son was indifferent about what we ate. So I decided that I wouldn't cook a traditional Thanksgiving meal for just the three of us. We were going to order a meal from a local barbecue place, but then waited too long and didn't get to place an order. So we ended up having pizza for lunch, and I made coconut shrimp for dinner at the request of my son. It definitely was not a traditional Thanksgiving meal, yet it was so great having time with my husband and son. We watched a new TV series together, as well as some football and basketball. I also took advantage of the time at home and did some organizing and cleaning. We also got to talk to our son, who is 20 and serving a church service mission in Alaska. And we also got to talk to our adult daughters, who we were initially going to be spending Thanksgiving with. So it was good that we still got to connect with our kids. I was very intentional with making sure that I enjoyed the time, even though it wasn't what I expected and planned this year. I share all this with you as last week on the podcast, I talked about this very thing and how loneliness can be one of the holiday stressors. In the podcast, I offered some very specific tips on how to deal with the stressors, and I wanted to report back that I did some of those things. I was intentional about the way I thought about the situation, which was that we didn't go to Thanksgiving with the brother-in-law and sister-in-law's family, and I also noticed how those thoughts would impact how I felt and also the action and behavior I took. When I talk about watching or observing our thoughts and how powerful they can be, I do so because it's great personal work to do. And that was the work that I practiced this week related to our change of plans with Thanksgiving. This leads me into the podcast topic for the week. Are you bleeding before you're cut? When you saw that topic, you might have been wondering what the heck I was talking about. So let me explain it to you. In podcast 10, I tell my personal story of healing, which included sharing about my parents struggling with addictions when I was growing up. 
Their addictions and the impact it had on me led me to attend Al-Anon as an adult. As part of working the Al-Anon program, we get a sponsor. This is a person we can talk with, a person to be accountable to, as well as someone we work the 12 steps with. We choose someone from our group who is willing to be a sponsor. My sponsor was a woman whom I came to absolutely love and adore. I spent many years having weekly calls with her, and she got to know me really well. She was someone I could be completely vulnerable with and really share my struggles, and we would talk through options as well as healing. One day, I was sharing with her something I was getting really worked up about, something that had not yet happened, yet I was already projecting into the future of how this thing was going to happen and how terrible it was going to be. Talk about anxiety, right? After I went on and on about this thing, she says to me very seriously, Lisa, are you bleeding before you're cut? I said, what? She repeated the question, are you bleeding before you're cut? I was speechless as I sat and thought about what she was asking. I was so worried about a potential event happening that I was metaphorically bleeding, yet I had not even been cut. This sponsor of mine had a great impact on me, and I learned many things from her. And this is one of the things that has continued to stand out in my learning and experiences with her. I have thought about that phrase many times when I've started to project about a certain situation and the potential it had, or it really didn't have, to be terrible. I would ask myself, Lisa, are you bleeding before you're cut? When I would ask myself that question, it usually helped me to put the situation into perspective. Now, I want to bring that forward to a more recent situation that I encountered. When COVID-19 hit the United States in March of this year, 2020, I was observing everything that was happening around me. I was seeing stores and local businesses shut down. I was watching the news and seeing the growing numbers of deaths being reported. I was watching in fear as they talked about the situations in, at hospitals. My first grandbaby was born in April, and I was not allowed to be at his birth because of COVID. I was seeing on social media the panic that was happening with people, and the fear was evident in various posts I was seeing. It was becoming a nightly topic at our dinner table related to toilet paper and food shortages and how terrible this virus was. I'm sure you can imagine the anxiety and panic I started to feel as I heard and saw what was happening. I did start to worry about what would happen if myself or those I loved got the virus. It was a rough couple weeks of me swirling in my head about everything terrible that could happen. After a few weeks, I remembered my sponsor's question, Lisa, are you bleeding before you are cut? Oh my goodness, I thought, I totally am. It was at that point that I decided I was not going to live my life in fear of, the, of this virus. 
obviously there were guidelines I needed to follow and there were restrictions I needed to abide by, but I decided I would continue to go about my life the best way I could and not live daily in fear of getting the virus. And that's exactly what I did. When I heard people talking in fearful or panicky types of ways, or if I noticed my brain wanting to go to anxiety about the virus, I would redirect it. Fast forward to November 2020, this year, when we had a family member living in our home test positive for COVID-19. Once I learned this news, I again chose not to panic and did what I could to prevent it in the home. Everyone quarantined. Despite my efforts to prevent, all five of us ended up getting the virus in our home. We all experienced different symptoms and some different symptoms and some, some similar symptoms. We didn't feel well and we needed to rest and take care of our bodies. It definitely was not a pleasant experience and it's nothing like I've ever experienced before with the different combinations of symptoms I experienced. Yet we were all able to take care of our bodies and our bodies did heal. I know there are others that did not that have not healed as quickly from this or maybe haven't healed at all. And I do feel sorrow for those that have been impacted by this. I do not in any way want to discount the suffering for, of this virus that other people have experienced. My point though is to emphasize that I could have spent eight months worrying and living in fear of getting the virus and thinking about how horrible it was going to be if I got it bleeding before I was cut. Or I could do what I did do and not worry about it and just deal with it when and if it happened. After getting it, I was glad that I didn't spend the eight months worrying. It would not have been a great state of mind for me to be living in daily. If I was worrying all the time, it would have impacted the work I've done with my clients over the past eight months, and it also would have impacted how I showed up with my family. So next time you find yourself going into worry about something that has not happened, consider asking yourself, are you bleeding before you're cut? If the answer is yes, then consider looking at the thoughts you are having about the situation. I can promise you that there are thoughts that are causing the worry. Write them all down without any judgment. Just write them down to see what's going on in your brain. You may think you have lots of good evidence to support the worry you have, but I would encourage you just to notice the thoughts. Examine them and notice how they are connected to the emotions you're experiencing. Sometimes just taking time to notice the thoughts can help us to make sense of what's going on for us. After taking some time to write the thoughts and notice them, then you get to decide if you want to keep those thoughts. Maybe you do, and maybe they are serving you. But if you notice they are not serving you and you're ready to believe something different, try on some new thoughts and see how they feel. Being able to examine our thoughts and the associated feelings can be so insightful. Practicing new thoughts does take some time and effort. It's like riding a bike. It takes practice to get good at it. 
Yet, as you continue to notice and practice, it can be so rewarding and beneficial. This work helps us to evolve and become better versions of ourselves. I have seen this in my life and know how helpful it can be. If you have questions about this topic or anything else I cover on the podcast and you want to reach out, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and you can find me at Mamas in Midlife. Also, if you're enjoying these podcasts, would you consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts? Thanks for listening today, and I will see you next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast.